Hi and welcome to the Urban Sports Insider Podcast. I'm Marcus Hedgebeth, here today with Amira Omar. Episode 2, January 2018. Thanks for listening. Alright, we'll get right into it. Yeah. Amira, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, good, good. So, if you don't mind, just uh, for everyone who doesn't know you, uh, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure, my name is Amira Omar. I am an athlete, I'm a runner. Um... Born and raised in California, came to New York about 15 years ago, and the city just stuck with me, and I'm here. Yeah, I'm a life coach, uh, currently. Formerly, I used to work in fashion. Um, I love just, like, interacting with people and sharing good vibes, spreading good vibes, all that jazz. Amazing, amazing. Um, Tell me a little bit about your relationship to sports, um, whether it be just as a as a young person coming up, um, I know you were in track and field in college. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about your background with sports and athletics? Sure, so um, I come from a pretty athletic family. I have an older sister who played every sport known to mankind. Um, I, of course, wanted to just be just like her, so I also tried every sport pretty much um, under the sun as a kid, uh, and then I, Got into track and field uh, in co- um, in high school. Sorry, actually, um, I started running at that time. Short distances. Um, I also did a lot of field events, high jump, uh, primarily, and long triple jump. Um, I utilized that as a way, I guess, to kind of like come into my own um, growing up, and you know, just with sport, finding friends, building relationships, things like that. Um, Then I moved on to college and continued with track and field there. Um, I trained for the heptathlon for a couple of years. Um, What's that? The the heptathlon is the women's version of the decathlon, which is what most people know. Um, So it's seven track and field events um, that are covered over two days um, of competition. It's 200 meters, 800 meters, 100 meter hurdles, high jump, long jump shot put and the javelin wow yeah that's so so cool that's so cool so you definitely already had the background in sports and athletics um as an adult did you just continue that thread was there ever a, a time where you weren't involved in sports um no i think to a certain degree i've always been involved in sport um after college and moving into new york um I kind of, I wouldn't say that it, I put it on the back burner, but it wasn't as prevalent in my life. Um, I had just exhausted myself through like, you know, four years of competition. And I was like, eh, I like to work out, but not every day for sure. I mean, you know, I might mm-hmm. hit the, I might've hit the gym like once or maybe twice a week um, and then run outside like a couple times um, during the week, but nothing like crazy where I was like super consistent and, you know, like just hitting it day in and day out. Um, and then it wasn't until I would say later on in my twenties, in my late twenties, um, when I really started to develop a 
that connection with it again Mm -hmm. um, in a deeper way Mm -hmm. where I was like getting more involved and making sure that I was encompassing it into my life Mm -hmm. um, on a heavier level, I guess. Um, And that's when distance running came into play for me. I always like admired marathoners growing up. Um, and thought that they were incre- these incredible athletes, but I always thought that it was something that I would never be able to do. You yeah. know, I'm like, oh gosh, the 400 wears me out. Like, there's no way I'm gonna go 26 <laughs> miles. You know, in training, I had always only done maybe up to like five, six miles, and that was always like a challenge. So, I, the marathon was just something I was like, oh, that's like so commendable for somebody who can get out there and do it, but it's just like not for me. Um, yeah, I feel like the shorter distance runners and athletes are just on on a different page than 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 uh, distance runners and marathoners. Yeah. So what what do you remember what it was that brought you back to wanting to incorporate running into your life and uh, distance running? Yeah, I think for me, um, it was a time in which I felt that I wanted to connect more with myself. Um, so as I mentioned before, I worked in fashion uh, previously and had a pretty lengthy career there. Um, and it's an industry where you are giving a lot of yourself. It was very demanding of my time, of my energy, um, and just me having to give. I was like 24-7 always on um, and not really con- on in a way that I was like connected with myself. I was always giving to other people. So I f- felt like running and sport was a way for me to reconnect with myself. It was something that like I had that I knew I could do that no one else in that world kind of really was interested in. And so I was like, this Mm. is my escape from them and from that, you know, and I utilized it um, in that way. And I think that in trying to find that time and that peace just for myself, it helped me to get more and more in tune with what I used to do. Yeah, instead of running behind models, chasing them around. Exactly. I would be running for myself. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is like the one moment where, you know, I wouldn't have my phone and there's no emails, there's no phone calls, there's nobody saying, like, help me. I need you to fix this or do this or this person, whatever, you know. So it was just like that moment that I could, like, escape from everything. Were you running alone? Um, In the beginning, I was running alone, um, which was interesting because even though as, like, when you're on a team in like college and what what have you, you train a lot, you know, obviously with partners and your teammates and things. Um, but after that, I leaving that college setting, like I had always just like worked out alone and, and ran alone because um, I didn't really have other people in my life at that time that were like interested in it. Um, and so it was just something that I learned to do by myself. And so that's how I kind of started with it. And then um, it ultimately moved into a space where I was like, there's got to be other people that like doing this also right. in their spare time. Um, so what happened then? Did you meet any people? Were there any groups that you got introduced to? I did. So I got introduced um, to a group through a, a store. I went in to buy running shoes, actually. Um, and they were like, yeah, we have a run run group, you know, that takes place here. Anybody could come in and join and like whatever. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I think I'll just give this a try. Like, I don't know these people who cares, like, you know, <laughs> who I, whatever. Um, and so I just showed up one day and I feel like, you know, it was an easy way because as an adult, it, it tends to be a little bit more difficult to make friends. 
mm-hmm. um, or to find people because um, you're kind of just like you have you already have your people and you're kind of just like set in what you're doing and all of that. Um, so it was a nice introduction to a different group um, of people that I probably wouldn't right. have been exposed to. Cool. So yeah. How did you meet Jesse? Jesse Zappo. I met Jesse Zappo through, um, I think one of the runs um, that I was doing with probably like Nike issues with Black Roses at the time, mm-hmm. um, or even, maybe even Bridge Runners, um, and we had like I had heard of her, you know, on the scene. Obviously, she's like this premier person in the urban running community here in New York City and around the world. Um, and we actually went on a uh, this Montauk, Montauk project um, back in like 2013, I think. And she was my roommate. And I actually oh, cool. didn't really know her that much until then. And I ha- it's like a running joke now. I'm like, we met for the first time like sharing a room and sleeping yeah. together, which just sounds like crazy. But like I got there late at night. She was already in the, in the bed asleep. And like I walked in and she's like, there was like this little air mattress on the floor. Um, and I was like, there, anybody knows me, so I'm 6'1", pretty tall. And like, and there's a tiny baby air mattress that probably could fit a four-year-old in it. And she's like, don't worry about that air mattress. Like just come get in the bed like whatever and then that's how we, we woke up and we're like hey how are you and that was like it so yeah and for those that don't know montauk project is just basically and correct me if i'm wrong because i uh never went but it is just uh, i believe a nike sponsored weekend getaway for runners that involves training and some other sort of uh holistic and nutrition things right yeah it was virtually like an elevated um training weekend getaway um getaway that they put us through cool so what's your relationship with girls run so my relationship with girls run i am a co-captain um of the group and it's just a really amazing space i think for women it's an all women's uh group running group that is track based and it's really just an amazing space for women to come together um to be able to run and connect with one another uh, on a different level that they might not necessarily do in regular life. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, although it's like running based and like that's what brings us all together, I think the connection that we have reaches like much further than that. Um, We ultimately end up talking about any and everything that life has thrown at us. Um, And we use running as like, yeah. Like the basis the, the for the common thread, yeah. And um, when you first started, was it just like, hey, I want to be a co-captain, or did you start going and then become more involved yeah. over time? Yeah. So I just started. Um, it actually started pretty organically. The group itself, Jesse, um, always had this motto of like elevating women's running. Um, And I think that she was just looking to create a safe space for women to be able to come together. It started off as just casual runs that she was like, come run with me. Like, you know, I'm doing this thing out of this random store or coffee shop, show up and like get in a few miles. Um, And people were coming and showing up. And I think she saw like, wow, this is something that women are really like craving and there is a need for it. So why not create like an official space? 
Um, mm-hmm. And so from that, then the, the group actually um, formed and she was like, okay, girls run NYC. Um, and in the beginning, I was just like a member, mm-hmm. like a regular member showing up um, to the runs. And I think that um, just over time, like, you know, showing up, um, the commitment that I probably had to it, um, I'm not to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty much like a natural leader. A lot of, <laughs> you know, I'm just like somebody who kind of comes in and takes charge of stuff, not mm. even knowing, like, it's just what I do. Um, and so I think that she kind of saw that and thought like this could be a, a cool way, um, you know, to integrate Amira into it. And, um, yeah, and then she approached me and asked if I wanted to be a co-captain and to help lead and, you know, be committed to that, in which case I was like, of course, I will do any and everything I can to help uplift people in a way that's going to make them better. You know, ultimately, that's like my life's motto mm. is to help people be the best version of themselves. Um, and I think that running and sport 100% helps you to get there. Mm. Um so I was totally on board with it and like, yeah, let's cool. do it. Yeah. When you talk about running groups in New York, girls run, uh, running groups in New York now, girls run always comes up and it's always such a pon- positive connotation. I spoke with Happy last week and she couldn't be more complimentary towards you and the group. And um, I'm curious, how do you yourself with with the background in life coach being a life coach and just in general how you guys cultivate that vibe um honestly it's something that's very authentic and organic um and i think that when you are around positive people and you feel like that energy you know it's just something that they have like some people just have this like aura and energy that they give off it's a part of them it's like who they are and that's like the authenticity to of you know that person right um so for me I just like show up and I am myself and I think I you know I try to be as like open and honest um in everything that I do I'm very transparent Um, I'm not always nice and like, I'm not always going to say what you want to hear, but I will always say what you need to hear. Mm. Um, and I think that that is like super important part of it. Um, so yeah, and I think that people really kind of just gravitate towards that. And it's like, you know, the energy that you give off is the energy that you receive, right? It's Mm. like a, it's a two way street. So if I'm giving good vibes, like people are automatically going to give me good vibes back. And if they're not giving me good vibes back, then I somehow know how to like either remove myself from that and or like help them to circle themselves in a way where they switch that, switch what it is that they're giving. How do you feel about uh, women's only groups as opposed to co-ed groups? That's an interesting question. Um, So oddly enough, in college, um, I went to San Diego State, and it was a women's only track team. They do not have a men's track team. Um, so I come from a women's only background, um, which is pretty cool once Girls Run kind of organically came together. And I'm like, huh, th- like, you know, eight years later, this is like what I used to have. Mm. Um, and it's interesting because I feel like women's only group. 
um, they're just two different things. Like it's it's a different type of space, a space where I think people can ultimately have the opportunity to truly be themselves, um, judgment-free zone, uh, and really just kind of like open up. When you add uh, men to the mix, not to say that like I co-ed is great and I love interacting in in that way as well, um, but it's it's different. Um, in the way that there's a, another level of competition, I think that it brings to the table. Um, there, you know, are these thoughts of like, am I good enough? Am I not good enough? Um, you know, is what I'm wearing okay? Is what I'm what I look like today okay? It's just those are natural thoughts that come to mind when mm-hmm. you're thinking of something that's going to be like co-ed. It just you know unfortunately or fortunately the way that society is and like we're always worried about what everybody else is thinking of us um and I think that when you have a women's only group it's a little bit easier to kind of break down those barriers or walls um and allow people just to really feel more comfortable and be themselves because a lot of times like you know, you can see yourself in another, you know, in another woman as a woman. Like I see mm. myself a lot in the other girls that, you know, we run with, and we talk about things in a way that, um, might be, you know, a little bit different as if there was like a guy there or you know something like that. It just allows a little bit more freedom, I think, uh, a little bit more vulnerability, which is super important. Um, yeah, and then for people just to really break down and like be who they are yeah what do you what advice do you have for new runners if anyone said i want to come to girls run but i'm nervous i'm i've never really run with the group i'm not fast what would you say to them i would tell them to come um i mean i think that specifically girls run um is a great place to start it's there's you know we welcome all any woman who is you know interested in building her running capabilities um there's no like you know previous experience that's required you can be a run walker you could be a walker you could any any person who just wants to incorporate movement into their lives is open to come to girls run um and share the space with us and build from there you know there's we have people that are super fast, we have those that are slower, um, and everyone in between, sizes, shapes, ages, like you name it, you will find it probably on the track at any given time. Uh, and I think that that's like really one of the great things about it is that it is just all encompassing. Um, it's There's no, uh, you know, you have to be signed up for this many races, you have to run this, you know, certain pace, you have to, um, you know, have X, Y, and Z goals um, that you're, you know, going after. It's not that type of group. Um, the competition level in it is like, in that way, is like non-existent for mm. the most part. It's like the only competition is yourself. Show up to get better, to be a better version of yourself than you were earlier this morning, than you were yesterday, than you were the day before. Yeah, that's the premise. Nice. So as far as groups that you ran with before Girls Run, which ones were there? And do you still run with any of them? Yeah, so um, there are a plethora of, of groups here in New York City. Um, so I started out running um, 
with Nike Running Club. Um, but then from that, I ran with Iron Runners, um, based out of their Flatiron store, uh, Bridge Runners, obviously, which is like everybody knows. Um, they are the ones who started it all um, here in the city. Um, and then so many other groups that have uh, kind of cultivated from, from then um, until now. So, and I still do run with a lot of other groups. Like I am a captain, co-captain of Girls Run, but there are so many other groups that I run with. Resident Runners, um, you know, they have their taco run, <laughs> infamous taco runs. Um, so I, you know, get down with them sometimes. Uh, still, you know, go over to Bridge Runner sometimes. Um, you name it. I mean, every night of the week, there's something. There's a yeah. group that's doing something mm -hmm. um, where you can like get in. That's pretty pretty much open for the most part um, to be able to join. So yeah, I'll just like hop in wherever I can. Yeah, it's kind of cool how big of a family the running community in New York is. Um, it's funny. I was looking through my LinkedIn the other day. <laughs> and it was like 80% of my connections were people in the running community. I know. And, and it just was like, wow, look how big this network is. You it know? is. And it's so crazy to think that like this one little thing that is running yeah. has like brought you in connection with so many people that you probably wouldn't have been in contact with. Like, right. You know, we tend to find ourselves in our little circles or pockets in life um, that we're comfortable with and like whatever. Um, and just, yeah, the act of running has just opened it up to like so many more opportunities and possibilities. And it's just of people that are here in New York City and all over the world. And it's really like just a beautiful, beautiful thing. What are your tips for newer runners in general? So for newer runners or anybody that's like looking to get into it, I think the biggest battle is actually just getting out there like for the first time or for the second time or whatever it is um, and finding like that consistency. So I would say just to lace up your shoes and get out the door. It because honestly speaking it doesn't get easier like <laughs> that part of it i there are still days where i'm just like oh my god i don't want to go outside because it's cold or it's too hot or whatever it is um, but once i'm outside whether it's you know 20 degrees or 90 degrees i and i'm running it's the most amazing thing ever and i'm so grateful and thankful that i've like that i actually did it um so i would say just to get out there um, another thing, something my college coach, uh, used to instill in myself and my teammates, um, was this saying that if the mind doesn't mind, the body doesn't matter. Mm. And that has stuck with me for the past 20 years. And I use it in running and not in running, just like in life in general. Um, cause virtually it means that your body will do anything that your mind tells it to. Like Yes, running is a physical activity, but just as much as it is physical, it's mental. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, like mental wellness and mental like health and and strength, mm. um, I think is a huge player um, in 
running and in sport in general. So, so you feel like running affects mental, it can positively affect mental health in a big way? 100%. They are absolutely. Pretty sure that's science. <laughs> I'm Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know. Um, so for sure, it's it's something that I think just, they go hand in hand, you know. It's like, um, and I think that that's oftentimes something that people forget or like don't think about. Um, and it's like, you know, you're, I, you use running as a way to like lift yourself up. Um, you automatically like, you know, release endorphins and things when you're exercising and that, you know, goes to your brain to make you feel happy and make you feel good. And it changes your mood and all of these things that are mental. Um, and then on the flip side, it's like mentally, um, if you're, struggling with something you can always use it as a way to like push through or to break barriers or um you know to get to the next step like like i said before i never thought that i would run a marathon i thought it was something that was so unattainable but one mile led to another mile that led to another mile and then before i know it i'm at mile 26. yeah and it's like my body could do that because my mind told it that it could right right um so that's a very, very powerful thing. I think that once yeah. people kind of uh, get a full understanding of that and then remember it mm-hmm. at all times, like it's a total game changer yeah. in life. So what are your favorite places to run in New York? Do you have any favorite mm-hmm. routes? Or if you're running, if you if you could choose, um, where, where do you like to go? So, um, gosh, that's a loaded question, I feel like. Um, so we all know that New York City is full of bridges, yeah. Um, which are always fun. And for me, Manhattan br- running over Manhattan Bridge um, is probably one of like my favorite routes. So I- incorporating some variation of like Lower Manhattan um, running over Manhattan Bridge, just because I love. I think that that's the best view. Um, in all of like New York City coming mm-hmm. over Manhattan Bridge mm-hmm. like to see Brooklyn Bridge a lot of people are like no Brooklyn Bridge is so great I'm like yeah but you can't see Brooklyn Bridge <laughs> if you're on Brooklyn Bridge like, there's also I, and there's tens of thousands million of pedestrians tourists. and tourists which is like no way <laughs> um, so yeah I would say like Manhattan Bridge um, and then coming off of it into like downtown Brooklyn um, I feel like that's really like cool yeah. and a really good like feeling um and then i live uh like cobble hill area so i like to run like brooklyn bridge park um that's also oh yeah really nice just like the the skyline to see like the city um i think that that's like super beautiful and to be on the water like it's nice there yeah yeah do you usually listen to music when you run i don't um, I used to a long, long, long time ago, um, but now I prefer not to. Uh, I just prefer to like be in my head and with my thoughts. Again, like I said, running it's, is now a way for me to connect with myself. Um, so sometimes that means, con- uh, you know, connecting with my thoughts and my feelings, emotions. Like I want to feel and be in tune with my body um, for every step of the way, and so listening to music doesn't allow me to do that it like it takes me into another space um so yeah i prefer not to have you ever tried like meditating and running 
Interesting. I, yes, I think that running is a form of meditation. So I'm a big uh, proponent of, of meditation. Uh, I meditate every day. Um, and I have developed over the years and time uh, my own relationship with meditating. And it's not necessarily a, in a traditional sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I often use running as meditation therapy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where I get out and, you know, completely like zone out, clear my mind um and and go yeah i tried the headspace app and they have a a running meditation that you do while you're running and it sort of teaches you to use your steps as you would breaths Mm -hmm. in meditation and i found when i was on a really strenuous run um running training at a a faster pace than i was used to using that meditation as one two three four just counting you know, small amounts of steps and just doing that in a repetitive way uh, pushed me through the run and got me through it. Um, So I I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's really, I count my steps a lot. Do you really? Yeah, that's something that I use often. Um, And I pick like random numbers to like be the stopping point. So like sometimes I count to 20 over and over again. Sometimes I count to 100 over and over again. Like I'll just switch it up depending on like how I'm feeling or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's a big tool that I use, um, especially in more difficult runs. Um, when I feel like I want to just quit (laughs) or stop, I'm like, this is why am I doing this? Um, yeah, I'll like get into that. Do you have any fitness goals for 2018? Are you just running every day as a part of your practice or do you run every day or are you training for any races? Um, I don't have any races on uh, deck right now. I am also not running every day. I did a um, challenge in December where I was doing 30 minutes for 31 days. Mm-hmm. Um, so like running uh, primarily. Um, every day and then this in January I've kind of just like taken it easy a little bit this weather has also not been so very cold. helpful it's been so cold um, but I am trying to you know get back out there I've in- started incorporating swimming um, more and more into my practice um, and like activity um, I'm aiming for a triathlon oh, cool. this year um, I've done a couple in the past. Awesome. So I'm, I would like to get that um, on deck at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. And we'll see. I'm, I'm sure there will be a marathon or two in there. <laughs> awesome. How do you train for the running and swimming portion of your triathlon adventures? <laughs> so um, I the running portion is just get out and go on the streets um so girls run is um track based um or kind of like speed right now it's winter time so we're not really on the track we do a lot of hill workouts um in lieu of track work um but yeah so track or hill workouts for like the running part of it um and like an olympic uh triathlon the run portion is six miles so it's not like i'm training for a lengthy um, endurance run, like a half marathon or a marathon. Um, So it'll be probably a little lighter of work, like road work, uh, with a lot more speed um, that's worked into it in that way. So more track work, more heel work. Um, And then for the swimming, I 
typically, so I swim out of the Y um, on Atlantic Avenue here in Brooklyn. And um, I go probably, I would say, four times a week. Um, I'm in the pool and I swim for time. So um, usually I go for like 45 minutes, lap, like laps for 45 minutes, mm-hmm. um, which essentially is like how I train for it or train up to it. I'm not like an expert on swimming um, <laughs> or, I mean, I swim well. I've been swimming my whole life. But that's life cool that you still, you still do it even though. But yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's super helpful because, I mean, swimming is a full body workout, works out muscles that. I wouldn't normally tap into um, just with running. Uh, so that's nice because I get to hit a lot of areas that I need. You know, it's like you really need your entire body to run. A lot of people think, oh, it's just like leg oh, movements yeah. and whatever. But you need core. You need upper body strength. You need arms. All of those things are super important um, to mm. being able to, to sustain yourself running distance. So, um and then the biking, do you, do you bike to commute or do you hop on a train? I, so it it's crazy because biking is probably my weakest point. I thought it, that swimming would be, um, but it's the biking because I really am not like a biker in that sense. Like I don't, I mean, I have a bike, but <laughs> I don't really bike as much. Like I don't bike, I don't commute with it yeah. um, and do that kind of stuff. Like I'm more of like a leisure type of biker yeah um which is probably something i need to work on so <laughs> 2018 get, so 2018 get the cycling is like getting the cycling training in i go to so i go to cycling classes oh, cool. um which is something that that helps in that sense yeah but actual like road biking um i don't do as much as i should um but yeah i do love cycling classes cool um, where do you go for those? i go to peloton i think it's like the best they have the best bikes in my opinion yeah um and i just like the way that the workouts are uh curated um and put together it's really helpful uh some of the instructors are also runners so i think that that plays a part in like what i'm getting from the workout uh, which is really cool and helpful uh in that sense so yeah do you see yourself running for life like when you're 70 80 years old I do. I hope that, you know, God willing, um, that I will be for sure. I think it's something that I'll never give up. Yeah. Um, or let go just because there's so many things that I learned from it. That's another thing. Um, I feel like, you know, as we are going through life, there's always something to learn and something to get better at. Um, and to be better at, like, we're never the master of anything, um, as much as we'd like to think that we are. Um, and running in that sense is, it it humbles you because there are days when I think like, I've been running for, you know, 25 years, right? So you think like anything that I go out and do, like I should be able to like be excellent at it in, in terms of running. Um, but there are days when I go out there and it's, I feel like shit, you know, I'm like, oh my God, this is so hard. There is no way I could like finish this or complete this or like, and I'm like, you know what? It's all a part of a part of it. It's all a part of like the lesson and the learning. And there's always something in there that teaches me, um, to be better, to like learn something new, to 
that I need to figure out or whatever it is. So always a student and learning um, with it and utilizing it in that way. Cool. Well, good luck with your training. We'll be watching your progress. Thanks. Uh, I'm a cheerleader. I want to be like you when I grow up and run a triathlon or do a triathlon. Yes. It's really cool. Um, Thanks for listening to episode two of the Urban Sports Insider podcast with Amira Omar. There'll be new episodes every two weeks. We'll be talking to people from different urban sports communities about their stories, why they do what they do, and how you can join in. Let us know in the comments if you have any communities that you'd like us to talk to or any feedback in general. You can find this on iTunes and wherever else you can find podcasts. You can also find all the groups that we mention in the podcast on the Sportimity app in Apple Store and Google Play. Thanks to Sportimity for sponsoring the podcast.